Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, where we talk about finding the friend who helps us live in freedom, truth, and love. That's the truth. Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, the podcast that you can't live without. without. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, You look Nick. a little bit like a farmer today. I look like a lumberjack. Lumberjack, okay, yeah. it's lumberjack. First of all, let's start to the most important thing. Congratulations. Mm. Papa got a brand new bag. <laughs> I feel good. Tell him, tell him, go ahead, tell him. Lorraine K. June Jones, born on the 23rd hour of the 23rd day of the 23rd year of the century. What a blessing. It was a blessing, right? Uh, it's, it's cuckoo. Just give me one thing that you felt that you didn't think you were going to feel, if you if there was anything like that. Or did you already know what you are going to feel like, <laughs> or how was it going to affect you? Okay, I'll give you a weird one. Okay, uh-huh. this is a weird one. We go home the night that we meet the baby for the first time, which was surreal, just walking in. And and my, my daughter-in-law, Courtney, is a beast, man. She is like, she's a boss. Boss mom, eight pounds, 10-ounce baby. Um, she's just sitting up in the bed kind of like, hey, yeah, I'm right. chilling. Right. She's, she, she's right. awesome. Right. So we see the baby, meet the baby, which is, is of course, you know, the thing. It's like it's so crazy. And then um, we go home. So I'm getting in bed, uh, and of course I'm smitten, and and my wife is smitten with this baby. And I'm getting ready to go to sleep, and I have this thought. It's it's almost like I don't really even know how to describe it. It was kind of like I looked at Tina, like, shouldn't we be, like, setting up a bassinet right here right. and shouldn't we be ready to be up all night and right. and where you know and where's that baby and it was a weird feeling because it was like i felt like immediately when i held that baby okay this is my baby mm-hmm. but it's not my baby but it is my baby right. and it was it was just a strange feeling like oh shouldn't we be taking care of our baby right and what I got is like, this must be the, the thing about being the grandparents that you go, oh, no, that's the cool thing. Somebody else has to take care of that baby. I just get to show up and do the fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was so weird. But it, it, was, it was actually very sweet because I, I, I really enjoyed raising babies and, um, and, and it was fun. And I'm looking forward to however we can be involved in doing doing this kind of grandparenting, I guess. Well, Father, thank you so much for a healthy, mm. beautiful little girl. Yeah. And you're going to be, you and Tina are going to be great grandmother. Well, thank and grand- you. What are they going to call you? What's the, I'm, what's the Well, I'm supposed to be, you know how that is. Yeah. Tina's going to be TT and I'm going to be Pop Pop, but you know how that is. It's like whatever the kid calls you, that's what you're going to be. <laughs> you know, I've heard it all over the years at our house. You can imagine with the daycare. Before we get going, I just want to, hey, Randy, thanks for the email yeah, about Randy. a subject matter that uh, you think we should talk about, which I think is phenomenal and yeah. that will be being done. Uh, sometime in the near future, and I appreciate that. So anyone else that has suggestions on topics, that's great. So here it is. Uh, here's going to be the topic. I didn't have a topic uh, for quite a while. Uh, you texted me. You said, do you have a topic? This was like a day before, and I said, nope. And um, and then so this happens yesterday, out of the blue, and I knew this was the topic. <clears throat> Had a guy, young man, uh, working for me, he's been working for me for several months. Good-looking guy, uh, tall, slender, has everything going for him. Working for several months with us, and um, you know, he's proving himself. And so we start talking about it, and we said, uh, Nicole, my daughter, is 
saying, you know, maybe we should give more responsibility and like get him into the, the system and someone that can grow with us and we can grow with him. And I said, absolutely. And this was a couple of days ago, but he takes her on the side and I've done this for 42 years. I've never heard this story before. I've seen a lot of things that happen every single day that I go, I know what's going to happen here. I know what's going to happen. This one I, it took me for a loop. Sits with her and says, hey, uh, Nicole, this is going to be my my last week. Oh, my God. What, what, what's going on? Well, listen. Um, okay, I'm very I'm, interested yeah, where this right? is going now. Here we go. Uh, listen, I, I'm, I'm a cocaine addict. And uh, I finally uh, went to my parents and told them what's going on in my life. And uh, I'm going to finish my shifts for the week. Uh, but they're putting me in a rehab. Now, you would never, never know if you saw this guy, okay? She tells me that story, and uh, I'm listening to her. I go, oh, my God. You know, immediately you're just taking it more personal than, than uh, I'm taking it more of an earthly way. Like, oh, man, sorry to have him go, you know? Wow. Then I start thinking, I go, wow, that was pretty amazing. I've never heard someone say, hey, I'm a cocaine addict. I know you didn't know that. And uh, I told my parents, and they're you know helping me. And how old is this guy? Probably 28, 29. Hmm. <clears throat> so here's the subject, and um, and I think it kind of derives from him, uh, and I want to talk about it a little bit here. And the word is convicted. Convicted. Okay? Convicted. Convicted. Hmm. Um, something. What does convicted mean? Have you ever been convicted? Uh, <laughs> something inside of you telling you something about something you said or something you did or something you want to do or something that you're going to do or something that you're thinking. And if you notice, there's a lot of somethings in what I've just said. Um, so something is a thought coming from you. And there was a lot of something you, there was a lot of yous in there. Uh, you is personal it's singular it's you yourself I so it's something it's a thought that is personal to you and that's how I define convicted I've been convicted of things there's a thought that's going through my head and and so I, I will then finish it with this story it's another story of the restaurant um not going to get into what the situation was it's not important actually but um i it was a situation that between my sister-in-law and my daughter we we're talking about a subject and um you know i can come across from what i hear from other people very intimidating or brass or brash is that the word brash, brash. and you know i was disagreeing with something that was said <clears throat> and you know uh, I hurt their feelings. Let me just put it. I'm not going to get through the whole thing. I hurt their feelings. I didn't even know I hurt their feelings. I was, you know, I can stumble in this in podcast, but when I think, I, when I get up, when I'm, you know, trying to make a point and and I believe in my point, my words can be very sharp and hurting. But I didn't even know it. Okay, so I go home. I'm finished, and my wife says to me, uh, "So how was your day?" She does that, you know, 50 percent of the time, and I give her. Uh, a long day in about 20 seconds. Mm -hmm. And so how was your day? It was, it was okay. It was a little slow. I always talk about business. It was a little slow, a little busy. Uh, well, that's not what I heard. And then she go, proceeds in telling me that my daughter was on the phone with her crying. Okay? Like, she, okay. 
okay, I was just getting ready to go in that mood here. <clears throat> so she's crying, and, you know, of course I get upset. I'm going, what the heck are you crying about? Okay, had this long discussion. She actually was able to calm me down and give me some some things to think about, but I didn't want to hear it. I just I went to bed. I said, listen, I'm going to take a nap. I just left, took a nap, get up, clear my head a little bit, and what happens? I start getting convicted, okay? Start getting convicted. What, what does that mean? There's a thought process. Nick, you weren't right. Nick, you shouldn't have said this. Nick, you took offense. Nick, make it right. These are the words that were coming out. And so I've made it right. But I just wanted to give you another example of personally uh, of being convicted. Mm. And here's the deal. Where do these thoughts come from? I mean, I, listen, everyone knows what I'm talking about here. Okay, you've had these thoughts. And are these just random thoughts? It's just a question. I'm just asking. Is it a random thought? Is it a godly thought? Is it, I'm trying to get people, for those of us that have a hard time, like I've most of my life had, and still do, trying to hear what the Spirit is trying to tell us, and is he talking to us, and knowing when he is talking to us, and when we're convicted of something, is it the Spirit, and should we put thought into going, why are we getting these thoughts? I'm sorry, it went long. Mm, no, you... Conviction. So you're, you're saying that you're drawing the conviction out of the, this first story is the kid, the young guy is 28 years old, is something happened and he decided he needed to tell his mom and dad that he was a cocaine addict and then that's how he was getting help. Yeah, and that was probably not the first time he thought about that. You know, it's probably a voice in his head that no one knew, Ron. Mm -hmm. He said no one knows. Huh. Yeah, that, uh, the, well, what's coming to my mind while you're talking about this is a podcast about the Holy Spirit and, and, and being in relationship with Him. And um, so when we did the exercise a couple of weeks back, right. uh, like, can, you know, what's the most important thing you want me to know? We had our ideas about what people would hear. Correct. Uh, which was interesting. Uh, and now you, you kind of go on, this side of it would be like was that the holy spirit that was telling you nick you're you know you you did this wrong nick right and and so how how do you know that that that's him and the the question would be do we edit him out there too because we say okay that guy heard for a long time you probably heard that for a long time you wonder if the holy spirit was saying to to that guy and and, and I know there's there's all this kind of question like well does the Holy Spirit well, talk to people who don't gonna, yeah. who don't know Him well, yeah. <laughs> well I mean obviously He does I mean the only way that you get to know the Holy Spirit the only way you get to become a Christian the only way that you can know Jesus is that is that Jesus has to come to you you sure don't know how to get to Him like the Holy Spirit has to come start talking to you about about Jesus and and uh, you know, do you want to have a life? Do you want to become yourself? Do you want to uh, do you do you want to uh, have a relationship uh, with the God that we talked about last week? That's proposing mm. to you that oh yeah, the Holy Spirit talks to everybody. He he talks to everybody. So he, and does he talk to you about you know things like well you're a coke addict? I mean, I, I, there's a whole school of thought I think out there. It's like well the, the Holy Spirit wouldn't talk to that guy about anything but. 
his need of salvation. And I disagree with that 100%. I think, I think, the, Holy Spirit, I think the Holy Spirit is completely invested in, in loving, on, uh, loving on us and having us live our best life. Being a coke addict is not, a, is not your best life. Now, I understand that and being in a coke addict and going to heaven is different than being a coke addict and going to hell. But <laughs> there's, a, there, there's a whole range of things that are going on there, you know. Uh, maybe maybe becoming aware that aware that you're a cocaine addict is the, is the place where you start to realize mm. how how lonely you are and how wow. cut off you are and how much you need a best friend. Um, so, yeah, I think the, when you ask that question, don't you think that the guy was hearing from the Holy Spirit? Like, hey, you, you should stop doing this. I absolutely this? do. Yeah, I, I I think he's talking to him. Um, Listen, we know what the enemy wants. Yeah, well, the enemy wants to destroy all of us. Right. He, like he hates everybody who bears the image of God. Uh, every single one of us reminds him of of you know how how lost he is, how he has no future and a hope. Um. So when you when you heard that, did you? A lot. I guess what a lot of people. The question is this: Is that like a guilty conscience? Uh. Is that just a guilty conscience? Like I'm not really sure. Like where you come up with where we've built these this terminology. Yeah. Like uh, that was just my conscience speaking to me. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like, no, that that's was great. That was my conscience. Yeah. Oh my God. You're telling me, and you know, well, that's an excuse. I have a good conscience, or I had a bad that's conscience. A, that's an excuse for hearing no voice. It's just a conscience. Well, what it is is kind of a it's it's like a humanizing of the voice of of God and saying, well, I, I'll just take credit for that. Like if I if your good conscience tells you to give something to to a homeless person. Um, and a, and your bad conscience says, "Hey, you were a jerk to your sis, your daughter, and your sister-in-law." Well, then who stays in control? Yeah, very good point. Exactly. And and you, and you get to stay in control. Um, I, I think there's a distinction in the voice. I I was hearing. I think the spirit was saying this while you were talking. Like, where, where do you end up when you're talking to a good friend that tells you you did something wrong? Do they shame you? Do they make you feel guilty and afraid? Or do they say, hey, how come you're not acting like yourself? I know that you love your sister-in-law and your daughter. You didn't, but, but that thing that you did was not your authentic self. Well, why don't, you, why don't you do this so that you can go back to being Nick? That, to me, is Holy Spirit conviction. Like, just telling somebody, hey, look, you're a jerk. Like there, there's, there, see the terminology there. Not you acted like a jerk or you did a jerky thing. No, you're a jerk. You see the distinction I'm drawing sure, there. It's like absolutely. It's it's about like no, you're not a jerk. And 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 you gotta listen. I know a lot of us we say bad things to our own selves. We call ourselves jerks, or we call ourselves losers or failures or things like that. That's not Holy Spirit conviction to our tribe like holy spirit conviction is always towards freedom truth and love hey let's become more free let's tell the truth and let's fall more in love and let's become ourselves so what did what did you do that's beautiful what did you do when uh when the spirit okay i'm gonna say this you say nick you're nick 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 you said nick i'm gonna say that was the holy spirit what do we always say about stop editing yeah. was one thing we said. Yeah. Something we haven't said in a long time maybe we should bring up is like, let's give credit where credit's due. <laughs> like if you had a good thought, if you had a good thought, like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be generous today. I'm going to 
do something for somebody special, why don't we give credit to the Holy Spirit and say, okay, that's Him. That's drawing me into, um, into something that's good. Every good and perfect gift comes from heaven. That's what the Bible says. So when we, when we hear something that's good, which to be convicted of doing something wrong and to make it right is a good, why don't we give credit to Him? So he said to me this, uh, what was said uh, affected your false impression of who you think you are. Oh, that's what he said to that's you? That's what he said. See, you didn't even tell me that. No, I didn't. When we landed on was, that. Yeah. yeah, there okay. you go. Go so ahead. There, <laughs> so then you got to accept that. You go, yeah, I, that's who I think I am. And, you know, sometimes I think I'm better than I, you know, I don't want to get into it because I don't care about the subject, we're, you know. So that's what it is. So I go, okay. So I was sharp with my words. I know, oh, because my daughter's going, you're acting really weird. I'm going, now you're making, ticking me off here. No, I'm just <laughs> talking truth here. Okay. So the image that I had of myself was, was being messed with. And so I was in my own way, without even me realizing it, uh, attacking both of them. And so what happens? How do you resolve it? Well, it was really simple. You have to go and apologize, whether they accept it or not. I don't. It's not my. It's not my. It's not my. Not uh, on you. Not on me. Yeah, it's done. I. <laughs> and so I walk in the next day, and they're both in there, and immediately I say, "Hey, listen, I just want to apologize," and I apologize to both of them. And you know what it was? What freedom? Yeah, there you go. It was freedom. Well, it's because you weren't acting like yourself. Like that, that image of yourself is also a false self. Like, like, like I, this is the thing I tell people all the time. I walk past the trash can. I don't take the trash out. I think to myself, hey, I'm going to take the trash out later. Okay? I'm going to take the trash out in a minute. But, but what, before I get to wherever I'm going, uh, Tina says to me, hey, uh, will you take the trash out? And what I hear is, are you stupid? Aren't you, you too stupid to know that the trash is full and why do you just put another piece of something on top of the trash and you don't take the trash out? I don't hear uh, someone just saying, hey, will you take the trash out? I hear, are you stupid? Now, what's going on there is I have an image of myself that's like, I'm smart. I'm the smartest guy in the room. And when you say something that makes me think that, that now I'm going to fight you. Right. Okay, so conviction, conviction is like showing you the difference between who you think you are and this That's false right. image and who you're acting like and saying, okay, you're, when, I, when I say something back to Tina in that case, like I go, hey, you know, and I, and I say, do you think I'm stupid? Immediately the Holy Spirit goes, what are you talking about? Like, you, why, are you, why are you trying to project this false image? Why don't you just be you? Why don't you just be you? And when I do that, like the conviction comes in and I get free. And if it happens enough and then the Holy Spirit starts to speak to you more, more clearly ahead of time, which is the thing that I really covet is having his voice get me before I do this stupid thing. The conviction can come before the offense, <laughs> before I do the offensive right. thing. I can get the internal conviction of the Holy Spirit going, hey, let's act like who we are. And that's happened more and more as we've, as he's become you know, more and more acquainted, we've become more and more acquainted with him. I've become more and more like the conviction happens before the offense. And I go, oh, like um, I'm not going to be a image addict. You know, I'm not going to become addicted to my image of myself as, you know, as the smart guy. Uh, I'm, I don't have to be the smart guy. Let, let me also just tag it with this thing. Uh, I think Jesus honors a humbled heart. 
And if you just sit up for a second, think about that young man who goes to his parents mm. and and says, "This is who I am." You didn't know anything about it. Okay. Well, it's beautiful. It's so. Here's the other one. Hey, Nicole, this is who I. I he could have just quit. He is on his way to somewhere that no, he has no Something good's idea. going on there. Yeah. And so he tells his employer, "Hey, this is who I am." Oh my God, I want to cry here. Mm. This is who you don't. You didn't even need to know who I am. No, he could have just. He could have just give you two weeks' notice right, and gone. Gone. Yeah. You don't even know who I am. But this is who I am, mm. and I've told my parents who didn't know who I am who I am, and they're going to help me. Yeah. And now he's going to become himself. Oh my gosh. Because he's not a cocaine addict. The guy's the son of God. He doesn't know it yet. Maybe he doesn't know it at all. But that guy's the son of God because that's who he was made to be. Thanks for joining us today for this week's episode of Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, where we talk about who? The best friend who tells us how to live in freedom, truth, and love. For more information about him or the show, you can join us at www.ronandnicksbestfriend.com. And don't forget to subscribe. I think it's great. No, that's there's great stuff there.